Hey, Outcomes Rocket listeners, thanks for tuning into the podcast again. Tired of your business's healthcare costs unpredictably increasing every year? Healthcare costs are typically a business's second or third line item expense. And if you're like most employers, it's an expense that's growing faster than your revenue. Luckily for employers, Novetta Health has the solution. Novetta Health is a full-service healthcare consulting firm with proven strategies to lower your healthcare costs by up to 30% or more. They operate on a fee-for-service model and never mark up any of their medical or pharmaceutical claims. None of your employees have to leave their doctor or pharmacist either. Their health captive and pharmacy benefit manager are the most cost-effective and transparent solutions in the whole country. What they do is not magic. It's just honest. So if you're tired of overspending on health insurance and want to learn more, visit outcomesrocket.health save for a free spend analysis to see how you too could save by switching to Novetta Health. That's outcomesrocket.health save for your free spend analysis. Outcomesrocket.health save. Welcome back to the podcast. Today I have the privilege of hosting Artie. Ariampour. He's the CEO and co-founder at Seekster. He's a visionary health tech executive and serial entrepreneur with 15 plus years of experience in the big data genomics biotech industry. His forte is galvanizing startup companies into successful enterprises, launching disruptive products and platforms that change healthcare for the benefit of patients and consumers. Today, he's doing work at Seekster, and I had the had opportunity to, to actually take a peek behind the curtain on the software. Think of Mint you know, for your finances. Well, Seekster is the mint of your healthcare data. And uh, what they're doing there is they're aggregating information across providers, no matter within the same system or different providers to actually get you all of your health data to your hands. Pretty cool stuff being done here. Uh, Seekster, we're all seeking and Artie is leading that vision. So it's a pleasure to have him on the podcast today. Artie, welcome. Thank you so much, Saul. It's a pleasure to be on your podcast today. Look forward to the discussion. Absolutely, Artie. So did I leave anything out in your intro that you want to uh, fill in? No, other than, you know, I love uh, barbecue. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Any favorite uh, style? I guess burnt ends are my favorite. And um, coming back from just South by Southwest not too long ago, I got the extra special treat in uh, Austin. But yeah, burnt ends are the best. (laughs) (laughs) Love it, man. I love me some barbecue too. So what got you into healthcare, my man? Yeah, you know, um, I um, was very fortunate to grow up in San Diego, California, where, you know, we have such a huge life science community influence I started at the Salk Institute in research on gene expression at the age of 16, actually, and then realized quickly that you didn't need to be a scientist or a doctor, even though I was pre-med during my undergrad, to figure out if you can uh, move the needle on uh, healthcare. Love it, man. Yeah, the San Diego area is definitely bustling in med tech. So you gravitated toward it and you've done a lot of different things, man. You, you've, you're a serial entrepreneur. You've, you've started several different companies all in the health space. Want to hear from you what you believe is the hot topic that needs to be on health leaders' agendas and how are you and Seekster approaching it? Yeah, you know, I think um, it really is now all about interoperability and what we built at Seekster is a person-centric interoperability platform that puts the person at the center of healthcare, disrupting all their episodic EHR, baseline genetic 
and continuous monitoring data and let you collect, own, and share your data on your terms. Love it, man. I mean, you know, just the the opportunity to do that, it's so clunky. Everything is. And it's it's not easy to be able to aggregate in such an efficient way. We'd love to hear from you. Have you guys have you guys gone live with this? Yeah, so we were in stealth for quite some time, but um, we went live last year with uh, several partners and currently working on some big commercialization opportunities on the providers and payer side that have been coming to us since we built something a scale. Now we can really deal with some large enterprises and we're really excited about that. Yeah, that's great. So as you, as you move ahead in, in, in the work at Seekster, what's something that in your early partnerships you've been able to say, wow, you know, we've improved outcomes. We've created results through this. Give us an example. Yeah, you know, it's it's really three things. It's the fact that we get to speed the time to first visit and make that visit meaningful with the right info and data, whether that's a provider or payer. We get to improve that patient and physician experience that we've all been really wanting for a long time. And uh, the result of that is outcomes data, no pun intended with your uh, podcast here, mm-hmm. is really hard to get. And we enable outcomes data because once you have all this, you know, longitudinal, multidimensional and multi-generational data in one place, it's amazing what you can do with outcomes data on that. Yeah, that's really good, man. And so the one thing that comes to mind is the aggregation of data. And a lot of times, uh, and this comes up when discussing, you know, how an individual could go from a scripts to a you know different health system down the street, how does that work? And and you know when you have two competing systems, how are they going to reconcile that? So you know the problem right now is you know even if you have let's say scripts data and it's on an Epic type of platform on the EHR end, and then you have let's say UCSD data and it's yeah. also on an Epic platform. Mm-hmm. They're on two different versions of Epic scripts and UCSD data in the same city. Mm-hmm. one mile away from each other. Yeah. They don't talk to one another. And so that is the biggest challenge. And that challenge is known as the $30 billion plus problem called interoperability mm-hmm. that everyone is now talking about. And it's front and center. And, you know, we were the first company that was able to achieve nationwide scale in not just bringing scripts and UCSD data together, but you know, we can bring Scripps, UCSD, Cleveland Clinic, NYU, Mount Sinai, and, um, you know, Rush Hospital in Chicago, health data together in one place. So you're able to scrub it and, and make, it, make it look uniform for the sake of, of your platform. Yeah, because what we've done cool. is we spent, you know, the past couple of years, we, uh, you know, the team gets all the credit for this. We have a highly sophisticated engineering team that standardized and harmonized all the Epic, Cerner, Allscripts, McKesson, Practice Fusion, Athena Health data all on the back end, as well as, you know, the DNA data and various different continuous monitoring and wearable data. Love it, man. And so the deadline, the government deadline to make this data available through fire. It was moved. I'm sure that maybe slowed you guys down a little bit, but when that does happen, do you envision that's going to be when the wheels will start to turn fast? 
So what's great about Seekster and how we're doing it differently is that uh-huh. we don't depend on fire or not. We're not saying that we're the experts, that there should be some kind of standard. If mm-hmm. fire is going to become the standard, that's not a problem. Because at the end of the day, again, we put the, yeah, we mm-hmm. put the person, the patient at the center of their healthcare and empower them to collect their data through our technology. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if it's fire, HL7, or any other semantic. Got it. Got it. Cool, man. Makes a lot of sense. And so give us an example, Artie. You know, it's been three years. You guys have been working on this for a while. I mean, I, it's cool. You know, I mean, I, I had, had an opportunity, folks, to see it. It's, it's really neat. If this was available to me, I would use it. Give us an example of something that didn't work out, a, a setback that you guys had and what you learned from it to make the platform even better. Yeah, you know, I think um, the biggest setback was the fact that we stayed in stealth too long. And you don't need to perfect the product to come out of stealth. And we had a significant technical breakthrough two years ago, but wanted to really perfect the UI and the UX and the user experience. And Mm -hmm. we're working day in and day out with thousands of patients to tell us how they want it. And that's why, you know, when I showed you the platform, you enjoyed it so quickly because. People just like yourselves told us, you know, what not to do. And if I had to go back, I would have came out of stealth a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. We stayed in stealth way too long. And I think we, that was a setback. But now, I guess, uh, is a product that is further along than anything out there. So in hindsight, it could be arguable if, you know, we did the right thing being in stealth or not. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. For sure. It's, uh, it's definitely something that you got to balance out. But yeah, it's, it flows. It works well. I mean, even anything that you use will have glitches. I mean, Mint has glitches, you know, and, and you got to expect that kind of thing. So I think shipping was the right move. So kudos to you and your team for, for getting it out. Thanks so much. Yeah, the team definitely gets all the credit. And, you know, we got a relentless team that has the DNA and the mission behind this. And that's what it takes. What's your proudest uh, experience with the company thus far? That's a really good question. You know, um, we had a watershed moment and I couldn't be, and the team couldn't be more proud when Dr. Eric Topol actually wanted to try the platform. And when he tried it, he actually tweeted about it the next day. And Mm -hmm. that's public. You can go on our Twitter feed and it's pinned. And he basically tweeted, first time I've been able to get my medical data from 1985 to present four different health systems at Scripps Health, at UCSD Health, at Cleveland Clinic, at University of Michigan, plus my 23andMe, plus my Fitbit, plus my Fitness Pal, with labs from different systems all connected through Seekster, trying it less than 24 hours. Step in the right direction. That was, you know, one of our most um, humbled and proud moments. But I could tell you that every day now, there's a moment that makes us so proud of what we've done. And Just recently, we've had an influx of people just like Dr. Eric Topol try the platform and have the same experience. And that's what makes us so proud is we really have cracked the code on person-centric interoperability. Love it. What a great thing to be proud of for sure. And uh, healthcare doesn't have to be complicated, folks. And Seekster is doing just that, making it simple. Tell us a little bit more about an exciting project within the, the Seekster platform today. Yeah, I can share two very exciting things. One is with a uh, well-known provider, and stay tuned because uh, we'll have a very nice 
announcement with a provider and how we're really going to change healthcare with our platform that, you know, I just demonstrated to you and how they'll be able to um, take our technology and really speed up the time for first visit and make that visit meaningful for their patients with the right information and data because it's so hard to collect medical records, as you know. And then another example is with a very large payer that is interested in deploying our platform to some, I would say, ridiculous numbers in the millions. And uh, we are working through those two examples currently. Fascinating. I think it's uh, the power of finally getting everything in one place is going to add huge value. And I think take a lot of cost out of healthcare. So kudos to you guys and, and these exciting projects. This part of the podcast already is a lightning round. So I got a couple questions for you, followed by your favorite book. You ready? Cool. Let's do it. All right. What's the best way to improve healthcare outcomes? Put health data in the hands of people, period. I <laughs> love it. What is the biggest mistake or pitfall to avoid? Don't just involve the medical community, I think. You have to involve the patients, and that is key. How do you stay relevant as an organization despite constant change? I think you guys know this uh, better than us. Healthcare is super complex. We stay relevant by generating novel insights with all the dark data, and we shed light on that dark data. That dark data is the data that already exists out there on all of us. What's one area of focus that drives everything at Seekster? It's the person. It's the patient. And you've heard me say this throughout the podcast. We put the person at the center of healthcare to disrupt all the data silos. Ask yourself if Epic or Apple puts you at the center of your healthcare. Love that. And uh, the two questions coming are more on a personal note. Uh, what's your number one health habit? I would say it's definitely running. It's not eating, but I run so that I can eat all I can. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get that barbecue in, right? Yeah, I try to put in 40 miles a week and wow. um, it's, serious. It's, it, it's serious, but you know, as you get older, it gets a lot harder too. <laughs> I used to uh, go to San Diego a lot and love running around there. You know, the, the, the bay, the, it's just gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Yeah, the harbor down in San Diego is the best yeah. place to run and um, it's just a great environment for and, runners. And the weather there is perfect. I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah, that's always <laughs> hard. Whenever I go, you know, on business trips and the weather's, you know, five degrees or even 10 degrees colder, it's, it's a lot harder to go run outside, but I, I, I try to do it. I got some thick skin. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Good for you. And what's your number one success habit? You know, I think it's just persistence and consistency. It's not just being persistent, but you have to be consistent with Love your that. persistence. And, you know, I never give up. It doesn't matter what the naysayers say. A lot of people told us that this wasn't possible. And, you know, we just never gave up. And you have to have an amazing family and a support group around you and advisors and just never give up. And it's a constant mission every minute. That's awesome, Marty. So what book would you recommend to the listeners? Oh, my favorite book, Blink by Malcolm Gladwell. Great one. Love that. Folks, you can get all of the details, a full transcript, the short notes, links to Seekster, and everything that we've discussed today. Go to outcomesrocket.health. In the search bar, type in Seekster. It's S-E-Q-S-T-E-R, because we're all seeking. S-E-Q-S-T-E-R, outcomesrocket.health. Look it up there. This has been fun, Artie. I really enjoyed it. Leave us with the closing thought and then the best place where the listeners could learn more about your work. 
Yeah, you know, um, I think you said it even better than me, Saul. Um, everyone is seeking health data. Doesn't matter if you are a payer, provider, or clinical research enterprise, or if you're just an individual. So um, you can get in touch by contacting us to see a demo at info at seekster.com or, you know, just follow us on uh, Twitter or on LinkedIn. Outstanding, Artie. This has been a blast and uh, definitely looking forward to seeing you guys grow the platform and to get it into my own hands. And I know the listeners are too. Thanks again. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Outcomes Rocket podcast. Be sure to visit us on the web at www.outcomesrocket.com for the show notes, resources, inspiration, and so much more. 